Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hug Me, Brother, a Teen Nick podcast. I'm Rob, and here with me today is one of my best friends in the known galaxy, Dylan. Blow your horn. Dylan, blow your horn. Dylan, won't you blow your horn, horn, horn? How are you, my pal? <laughs> I'm doing splendid. Just splendid. Marvelous. How are you doing, my friend? I'm I'm doing good. I'm a little tired right now. I'm painting my bedroom tomorrow, so I had to move all the furniture out of my room. I'm honestly a little gassed. You might get a, a little yeah. bit of loopy Rob on this show, but you know, we're going to try <laughs> and keep it together. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Loopy Rob is, is not a good Rob. Yeah. Hug Me Brother is the weekly show where we take a deep dive into the wide world of Teen Nick, show by show, one episode at a time. So come watch along with us and get nostalgic. On today's episode, we will be covering the fourth episode of Drake and Josh, Two Idiots and a Baby. The show's available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. If you enjoy the show, make sure to leave nice reviews and comments on whatever platform you're listening or viewing on. It helps us get into more eyes and ears. And in the end, it will help you get more episodes of this show if you enjoy it. We're on Twitter and Instagram at HugMeBrotherPod. If you want to follow us, have any feedback, or want to ask us questions, that's how you get in contact with us. So, Dylan, anything mm. particularly new with you? You know, I, I got to preface this for, for the viewers who are, who are watching, like, the the video, the visual version of this. <laughs> I, I know what you're going to say. I don't, I don't have my Snuggie on. My mom, I was supposed to have, listen, listen, I was supposed to have a lovely lady over tomorrow night. And my mom cleaned the basement. She's like, you're not going to do it. You're not responsible. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> and uh, she took the Snuggie and put it God knows where. And I just no. found out like a minute before we had to start recording. <laughs> so now I'm like just in really just like a terrible mood. Like my, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little crushed, but you know, we're here. We're here to do the job. I mean, Dylan. Snuggie or no Snuggie? I want, I want you to be honest with me right now. Was you not being able to find the Snuggie the reason you texted me like two minutes before we were supposed to start recording? You're like, yo, I'll be yeah. on in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that made my day. That's awesome. That's so funny. Oh, my Dude, God. It, I, was, I was scrambling. It was like two minutes before. I was like, where is it? Where, what's going on? And like, I didn't have time to run upstairs and go like uh, ask my mom. So it was just... Oh, that's so but, good. <laughs> but, you know, my all that matters is that this Drake and Josh brain is here and ready to that, <laughs> to speak to the public. That you're locked in. Yeah, <laughs> locked and loaded. All right. Good. Fine by me. <laughs> I mean, th- this episode won't be as much of a feast for the eyes for uh, the video viewers as uh, as the other videos. But, I mean, look. We're both, I'd like to think, charming young lads. We could, we could get by on our charisma alone, you know? Yeah, Snuggie yeah, or no yeah. Snuggie. But let's uh, let's get into this. Season 1, Episode 4, Two Idiots and a Baby, released on February 8th, 2004. It's, of course, the fourth episode of the series. Top level, Dylan, what did you think of the episode? So I, I, know, I know and you know, we said last week... Um, that, you know, we weren't really too fond of this episode, just purely based off memory. Yep. But watching this episode back, I, I think we both, we both have the same idea that this episode is a lot better than we thought it was. It's really, it's a joy ride. Like, I, I actually really liked it. And I, because, you know, we said it was what, like, I mean, you said it was probably like the worst, right? Yeah, I said it might be my least favorite episode, but I did put the caveat that it might be because I haven't seen it, like, 
yeah, barely yeah, yeah. ever because they never show it on. Nick. I and I said I I would agree with you that it's it's like bottom tier. Now I would move it like up a tier. Like I actually think it's a it's a decent it's a solid episode. You know, <laughs> I actually liked it a lot. What about you? What do you think? Let me tell you, Dylan. I said in the closing ready, moments of last week's episode that Two Idiots and a Baby was a bad episode of Drake and Josh. I was mm-hmm. wrong. I apologize. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. I, Put I that am, on the record. Put that on the record. <laughs> I have never been more wrong in my entire existence on the internet. This episode is one of, if not the best episodes of season one. And it might be the best episode we've watched so far, at least my favorite. Because this episode is like the perfect, you know, you go to a restaurant, you're not sure what appetizer you get, you get the appetizer sampler. This is the oh, Drake yeah. and Josh sampler episode. It has it all. Uh, Drake and Josh, they're trapped in a situation together. Megan helping them, Megan hindering them. And like one of them makes a sacrifice for one another, a happy ending, fun side characters. And it's so funny. It, like I said, it's the perfect sampler of someone goes, oh, what's Drake and Josh? At least like the early, earlier episodes, season one and two. What's Drake and Josh all about? This is it. This episode yeah. is it. It's like when you get the the mozzarella sticks and yeah. the brew pub pretzels at Applebee's. It's yes. like the best. It's just the best of, you know, everything. Everything the place has to offer. Exactly. This episode, I'm I'm pumped. So am I. Yeah, I think we should just jump right into it. I I agree. I texted you. Um, I texted you as soon as I finished watching the episode. All I said was, "Dylan, the next episode is going to be an absolute banger." I felt it. I finished the episode. I was I was juiced. So yeah, let's uh let's get right into this. Let's do it. Let's do so, it. So the opening story for this episode sees Drake and Josh talking about how overall they both kind of like having a stepbrother around. But Drake wishes that Josh would be a little more fun, while Josh wishes that Drake would be a little bit more responsible. Then the main episode opens with Drake playing guitar and Josh sanding a medieval catapult replica, much to the chagrin of Drake, who's working on a song. Josh tries to talk it out with him, and Drake decides to shred guitar over the talking, and Josh lets out a headaches, Dylan. In the last episode, we yeah. talked about Josh's path to building weapons that will end with him building electromagnets and lasers that can fire through walls. Yeah. But Josh is so versatile, just like Walter before him, that Josh can also build medieval weapons. What do you think mm-hmm. about that? I, I think it's it's incredible. He's showing he's showing his prowess this early on. <laughs> you're like, you know you're in for something good. Definitely. It's, it, it's amazing. <laughs> and we also get our first taste here with the headaches of yes. Josh screaming a word for emphasis but he doesn't repeat it the second time for emphasis emphasis right right they can't they can't spoil us yet cuz it's exactly. the first time they're still figuring they just, it out <laughs> yeah yeah it's just foreshadowing for like all the other times he's going to say it yeah they're they're <laughs> climatizing the audience to it yeah <laughs> so from there, we launch into the greatest television intro of all time, and I begin my search as I do every week to see if there's a scene that lines up with the tennis balls falling from the ceiling. As we roll into the main show, Josh is now sanding his catapult at the dining room table when Megan comes in and tries to cut his hair off of his head. But Audrey comes in and interrupts this, telling them that they're going out with Walter's boss, Mr. Bob Galloway, and his wife, who's unnamed, for dinner. And Dylan, funny thing I wanted to point out, we talk about, we've mentioned it every episode so far, how Audrey's name is so unimportant, how they never mention it on the show. I yeah. swear to God, on Paramount Plus when I was watching this, 
the subtitles, at least in this scene, Audrey's subtitle just says woman, colon, and then her lines. Not even mom. The, uh, the disrespect. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow. That that's uh Come on. That's I mean, not good for Audrey's uh character representation, but it's good content for us. Yeah. I guess that just shows how insignificant they saw her as because the thing if the fact that they don't mention her name ever. Yeah. That that alone is surprising. So Connor is just icing on the cake that he found the <laughs> subtitles and just says woman. It's like it's just a slap in the face. <laughs> I mean, I'm I've watched the other episodes with subtitles because I'm an old man and I watch things with uh, subtitles on, but I quite literally don't think anywhere else it has Audrey not listed as Audrey except for that scene. But it just so happened that that was when I go, oh, let me turn subtitles on for this episode. And the first thing I saw, woman. I was like, wow. I'm, I'm glad you did, because now we got the, the big the big picture of yeah. how they really viewed, view Audrey. Paramount Plus is just disrespecting Audrey left, right, and center. Mm-mm. Disgusting. <laughs> There's also, in this scene, a massive, massive continuity error. This scene doesn't make sense. The scene starts, Josh is wearing his earplugs for the sander. Okay, they make a big deal about it in the first scene how Josh can't hear anything because he's wearing earplugs. Yeah. Megan walks into the room, okay, tries to cut Josh's hair because he's wearing earplugs and he can't hear anything, okay? Mm. Then Audrey goes, hey, Josh. Josh looks up. The camera shot switches to Audrey. When it switches back to Josh, Josh is not wearing the earplugs. <laughs> and the rest of the scene plays out with him not wearing earplugs. And you could say, hey, Rob, maybe Josh took the earplugs out. But still, even if he did, that doesn't work because he looked up when Audrey said, hey, Josh, Dan Schneider, I get you have to take some shortcuts sometime, but, you know, we're grading, we're grading these fairly, these episodes. Drake and Mm -hmm. Josh, stretching logic, but it has to have some logic, you know? We have to be objective. Yeah. That's that's, a little sloppy. That's actually why this is the worst episode of the series. Spoilers, I'm changing my, uh, changing my review for this episode. (laughs) Change your mind. (laughs) (laughs) So. Walter enters the room and tells them that the night out is off. The Galloway's babysitter canceled on them, so they canceled on the Parker Nichols. Walter is bummed that he's never going to get that promotion. Then Josh volunteers him and Drake to take care of baby Max. And Drake isn't happy because he and his band are playing a show later that night. And Drake tells Josh that he will help him until he has to leave with his band for the show. But after that, it's Josh's problem. And Dylan... They never mention what Walter's job actually is in this episode, right? They never mention that he's a weatherman. I don't think so. Okay. But but I, I was also going to say, why is he, like, he's talking about, like, getting a promotion. Yep. He wants to get a promotion. He he never, does he ever get a promotion? I mean, do you think in like, the canon he, come, he gets promoted he to close. weatherman? Uh, Maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe he was what, like a Saturday comes... weatherman and he got promoted to like a during the week weatherman. Yeah, what what comes what comes before a weatherman? I don't a weather boy. We, weather, weatherman of the audience. If you guys can just like leave leave a comment. <laughs> just kindly let us know like what's the uh the the prerequisite, you know, <laughs> to move up in the weatherman uh, hierarchy. See, I don't know. Do you think that Bruce Winchell was working at that station? And the real reason Walter gets the promotion to Weatherman is because Bruce Winchell leaves to goes and goes to a competitor station. These are, the, these are the big picture questions we're thinking of on Hug Me, Brother. Yeah, yeah. Take that, that's the an, ground a, up show. 
<laughs> it's a very astute observation. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but every episode, we've also been going through Walter's surprising multitude of talents. This episode, if unless you're trying to count like whining and dining as one of his talents, I don't think he uh, has a talent. We've finally broken the... Uh, the streak of Walter being the most impressive human being on the planet, which is upsetting. But maybe his ability is not getting fired after his son falls on his boss from 10 feet in the, 10 feet in the air. Yeah, it could be. What do we have before, right? We had uh, basketball. We had uh, wrestling. wrestling. Knitting. Uh, yeah, knitting. Knitting. That's right. And, I mean, those are kind of like the main three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's disappointing that, you know, Dan Schneider should have just carried it through and just gave Walter increasingly extraordinary abilities. Maybe they just don't want to spoil us. They're just like, all right, we've given you, we've given you enough uh, <laughs> Walter of Walter's impressive uh, abilities. You're gonna have to wait till next season. <laughs> Giving everyone a little taste. Yeah, yeah, we'll get, we'll butter you up a little bit, and then we'll just take it away. <laughs> so. The Galloways drop off a sleeping Max and a tremendous amount of supplies for him. The bottle, food, and then all of his favorite toys. And it's like a car-sized chest of toys. So one particularly special item to him is his teddy bear that plays I've Been Working on the Railroad. And as soon as Audrey and Walter leave with the Galloways, Megan glues the phone, the cordless phone, to the base and calls the house, which wakes Max up. We launch into a montage of Drake and Josh trying to take care of Max, doing everything they can uh, to get him to stop crying, other than using the teddy bear for some reason, because the episode needs to happen. But the two best moments of this montage, Dylan, I want to know if you agree. When they try to pay him, where they literally just have money and they're just like throwing yeah, it on yeah. them, like, please, please, please. And then him throwing up on them because it they didn't even attempt to make it look real. Like, if Max's mouth is in the center of the screen, there's stuff coming in from, like, the top corner of the screen <laughs> to vomit on him. I love it. Yeah, it's it's so – the the thing I like about this first season is that it's so clearly low budget. Yeah. Like, when – obviously, you're, you're going to get to it later, but when um the baby's peeing on them. Yep. And it's just like – it's just like a fuck. It's like a what's like the nozzle you put on the hose, like the jet nozzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like just shooting up at them, and they're like, oh, oh. It's just like it's so clearly fake. Yeah. I mean, obviously everything is fake, but it's just they they don't even try, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely for sure. <laughs> so, but in a way, I like that more. Like, yeah, it, makes it, it gives funnier. it a little bit of charm. Yeah. Yeah. So. They take the baby to the garage where Drake's band has been waiting for him, and they all think that the baby's diaper may need, need to be uh, changed. Trevor's brother, Scotty, volunteers to smell the diaper, and after saying it's not bad, doesn't smell bad, Drake and Josh smell it and are just totally revolted. And then Scotty smells it again. He's like, oh, yeah, that does smell bad. So, another, Dylan, massive continuity error here. And we'll talk about this more once we get to the deleted scene. Once Josh smells Max's diaper... The band totally disappears from the room. They're standing there one second, then camera changes to Drake, changes back to Josh, and the band's gone. Like, all their instruments are put down. But it's because it's, like, where the deleted scene was supposed to happen that we'll get to later on. But Uh I honestly only noticed it the second time through once I knew what the deleted scene was, which obviously we'll get to at the end of the episode. But I thought that was interesting to note that maybe this episode's weird and just has a ton of continuity errors. 
Or maybe every episode does, and we were just oblivious to it watching it because we were kids. I think it might be the second one, but it's still Probably. funny. So, and I would never notice that if I was a kid. I I don't even really notice it now. I mean, like you said, like if you watch it back, you might notice it, but that's just because you're. I was you're looking like, for it specifically. Yeah, because I was trying like to figure training. out where it was placed. Once you've trained your brain to like see the same thing over and over again, you're like, all right, wait, now I I can look for other things that I didn't notice before. Yeah. And this, um, wait, yeah, who's dumber, uh, Trevor or Scotty? (laughs) Ooh, ooh, (laughs) okay. I mean, or who's smarter? I should say. I think Scotty's smarter because Scotty knows how to wrestle baby alligators. Mm, That's a good point, but Trevor, Trevor's got like the uh, the physical ability. Like he can lug that dune (laughs) buggy all the way. Dune buggy miles into the house. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I was watching this episode. The first thing I thought to myself was like, dude, like, they made him so stupid. They also nailed the casting. Like, I buy that Scotty, the drummer, and Trevor are brothers. I totally buy that. Yeah, and, like, they look similar, too. Yeah. Like, they're both dressed like the same, kind of... It's so funny. And speaking of Scotty, Dylan, when I was doing research for this episode, this is about to take a dark turn. The actor for Scotty was part of a (laughs) murder-suicide. In 2012. Oh I was reading, I was like, he killed someone in real life, then her cat, and then killed himself. The so cat, add, dude. Yeah. So, which is awful. So Should have been an alligator, bro. God. Add that to another Drake and Josh cast member that's just profoundly twisted. Yeah, yeah. But. Well, if it was, was going to be anyone, it, yeah. I'm not surprised, Scotty. Yeah. And. I mean, this episode, we see him in the last episode, but in a speaking role, finally, we get to meet Scotty and then the other two members of the band, uh, Rena and Paul. Um, Wait, did they say their names? Or did they you say just... Rena's name in the uh, in the deleted scene. They mention Paul when later in the episode they're talking about the smelly diapers. And then Scotty, you could just pause it from the Doom Buggy episode when they talk about Scotty's brother, that this is probably the same person yeah and let me tell you something dylan when i was little, I had a massive crush on rena <laughs> hey yeah i mean look she's, she's an attractive gal yeah and i was like yeah i mean i was like i get it i'm all i'm saying young me had uh had some uh pretty good taste i mean the same exact taste <laughs> as i have now so um <laughs> so drake josh and megan wash max in the sink but he pees all over them. They dry themselves with the diapers and have no diapers left for Max. So they wrap him in the kitchen's curtain. And first off, Dylan, I'm happy Megan gets her comeuppance in this scene because she also gets peed on. It's her fault. Max was supposed to sleep through the night. Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy about that. Also, I, I'm, I'm happy too now that you mention it. Because like there was that was senseless, Megan. That was vicious that you did. Yeah. That. So also this scene might be a slick kind of wink and a nod to Full House. Because the first episode of Full House, it's like Uncle Jesse and Uncle Joey move into the house and they need to change Michelle, like, uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley's diaper. So they have no idea how. And there's a whole scene of them in the kitchen, like, washing her in the sink that's, like, kind of similar. And they're, like, throwing her in, like, pots and, like, stuff because they can't find the diapers. And they wind up wrapping her in, like, paper towels. So I'm like, that might Probably be a slick nod to that. Yeah. yeah. Between... I feel like... 
I feel like this is one of those bits that has to have happened multiple times like yeah. throughout history, you know? Like, it's just a classic bit. And I think that, especially with, I don't know, someone like Dan Schneider where, like, you're making kids shows, it's just so common Yeah. to take, to do stuff like that and, like, just change something little about it, yeah. you know? And that, like, that the adults would get it, but the kids are like, oh, this is fun, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because between that and then later, obviously, the references get, like, more overt. Like, obviously, we talk a lot about the uh, I Love Lucy sushi episode of Drake and Josh. That's literally just the episode of I Love Lucy, but with Drake and Josh. Uh, and then I'm pretty sure, now that we're talking about it, the first episode when Walter uh, passes the basketball into a lamp, I'm pretty sure that happened on, like, an episode of Friends. So I, I'm pretty sure this is, like, all intentional at this point. Dan, Dan Schneider's a creep, uh, but he's no dummy. He's a, he's a con artist, Yeah, sounds like. <laughs> but a, a, a smart, uh, creative con artist. Yes. But still... And a, an actual con, probably. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what an awful person. <laughs> it sucks that this show's so good. <laughs> yeah, so... Right. Drake and Josh try to calm Max down using his singing bear, but Drake immediately just snaps its neck right off. <laughs> so they decide to perform for Max an acoustic unplugged version of I've Been Working on the Railroad, okay, Dylan? Which I don't get how that uh, song didn't win a Grammy. I don't get how it didn't win an Emmy for Best Original Song. Like, Josh has so much goddamn soul in that performance, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> so dude his passion inspired me <laughs> so when i was sitting there watching i was like dino won't you blow dino won't you blow <laughs> so i was feeling myself dude it was great so i loved it max falls asleep and drake leaves for his gig and josh returns to max's cradle to see that the baby is gone and dylan let's just jump back a little bit that i cut you off i apologize Josh, his performance of this song, okay? Quite literally, the scene started, and I started laughing because I'm like, wait, I know. I remember how this scene ends. And then once Josh gets into it, I was borderline in tears. <laughs> I was like, this is so funny. This is it's so just, good. <laughs> it's just funny because I think it comes across as so genuine when, yes! he, when he's doing it. Yes. It's like if you're with your friends and you like a good song comes on, and because the singing is awful, yes. like it, let's just be honest, like it's some of the worst singing I've ever heard. But like that's us, like we yes. can't sing worth shit. So watching someone else do it and just like really, like really get into it, I was like, man, I love this because they I, they definitely just told him like Josh, just just go nuts, like <laughs> yeah. just go crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that's so true. That was us whenever we were driving anywhere in high school and like Mr. Brightside would come on the come on <laughs> shuffle. We'd be like, come in out of my gate and we'd be, we'd be going off. So. Mm -hmm. I, that's such a relatable oh, yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, so Josh tears up the house looking for Max and winds up calling Drake, but it goes for voicemail and he like pleads for his help. And meanwhile, at the uh, at the uh, club, I guess. Rena gives Drake crap for abandoning Josh, which, look, I think Rena's in the wrong here because Josh just roped him into it. He goes, oh, me and Drake would do it. That'd be like someone goes, hey, Robert, we have a special secret agent mission for you. You need to go to 
to some foreign country to disarm a nuclear bomb. If I went, yeah, me and Dylan will do it. Like that's not right. Yeah, I am. I am bailing your ass if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Show canceled. Yeah, yeah. Where that—that's when the fight's gonna happen. We're gonna get into a big. That's gonna be the creative disagreement. The creative disagreement's gonna be: I don't want to go to this dangerous place and disarm a nuclear war. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, you know, I never thought about it that way because when I was watching it, I was like, "God, his ass, yeah. like, you go!" And then now that you said it, I was like, "Oh wait, I mean, I, I would actually kind of hate if someone did that." Yeah. To me. Um, but the interesting thing about this part is that this scene directly references the deleted scene, and I think that's the only time that anything like that ever happens in the show. Because Drake specifically talks about it, it's like, "You left us when we asked you to help us." And like that is what the deleted scene is. Like it okay. obviously oh, stands sense. on its yeah. it stands on its own without it, but I've never seen like I don't remember at least any of the other episodes so explicitly just being like, hey, remember when this happened? And it just like wasn't in the episode. Yeah, that that actually, that ties out. I, I didn't uh I didn't think of that. <laughs> so interesting reference there. <laughs> I and this is all stuff I caught. Like on like I said on the second time because when we break yeah. this down I watch it once for pleasure and then I watch it the second time to write you watch the notes it analytically yeah analytically dialed in it takes me two hours to watch a twenty minute episode of Drake and Josh it's absolutely <laughs> wild <laughs> so Josh meanwhile at home hears his medieval catapult go off and he sees the curtain diaper on the carriage and Josh can't believe that a baby really flew out the window so he launches a football which sails perfectly out the window. <laughs> so Josh goes into the backyard and sees the football on the roof, which the geometry of the house, I'm not sure how that shakes out, but okay, we'll let it slide. So yeah. he thinks Max is up on the roof. Yeah, their their window is pointed like to the next no house roo- over. Right? Unless uh, unless I'm missing like um if there's a roof like below the yeah. window. But even then, I don't think the trajectory. The, uh, who cares? I mean, we know we know it's a kid show. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, you're right. Like the way the house is set up, I don't think it's possible. Because what I've always assumed is that their bedroom, like when you see the outside of the house, the big bay windows in their room, that's like the side of the wall that you don't see. So then the window that the catapult goes out of is like the next house over. Right. So. If you want to get technical with it, the football could have bounced off the other house onto the lower roof in the backyard. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. And that we gave way too much thought to this. <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, like the thing with the baby is like Babies the baby. Bounce. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also the baby is way heavier than a football. Yes. The football is like not even like a pound. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you like actually fill it up and it, a baby's like, oh, like depending on it like i was i was a husky baby i was probably like i don't know what is that like 20 pounds is that husky damn dylan <laughs> jesus i mean it makes se- it makes sense like i'm i don't know i'm not like a husky guy but i weigh a lot like more than you would think i weigh just by like looking at me okay like my parent my parents always said i have like probably like a dense bone structure or something okay but yeah I, enough about my husky uh my huskiness <laughs> as a baby but yeah no that 
the whole thing here, okay? I get it, Josh is panicked. Megan framed <laughs> framed this baby. She she took she disrobed Max's diaper and put it on the catapult just to mess with them. Okay. Yeah. Neat. <laughs> but Josh, you think a naked baby's crawling on the roof? <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you know it is josh josh is, is very true. gullible <laughs> he, like he he's probably more gullible than uh he's definitely more gullible than drake yeah i would say yeah drake's drake's a little more of a schemer so he drake can't be gullible yeah I, drake is probably more the do you think drake is more street smart yeah probably yeah yeah for sure i mean look he plays punk music so that instantly gives him street cred at least in my mind hey. yeah yeah you know but uh, Josh's phone rings and he picks it up, expecting it to be Drake. And he's like, oh, my God, the baby is the baby's fine, Mrs. Galloway. And uh, basically, Wait, I just say yeah. that Mrs. Galloway has the most annoying voice yep. I've ever heard. Dylan, it's in the notes I, a little bit later that I mentioned that, that she's so annoying. I love that you put that in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's my observations of the episode. Observation, yeah. Mrs. Galloway, annoying. <laughs> Also, the baby crying, like the same loop of yes. the baby crying is also annoying. Yes. Um. So, Mrs. Galloway wants to talk to Max. So, Josh goes, on the phone and starts saying mama 90 times. She goes, oh, my God, that's his first word. And freaks out. It's like, Bob, we need to go now. And, like, drags them home. But what I want to point out. Shout out to Mrs. Galloway predicting FaceTime when she goes, I want to talk to Max. And she goes, hi, Max, and takes the phone away from her face and starts waving into her flip phone. Mrs. Galloway was ahead of the curve. She knew FaceTime was coming. Once again, Drake and Josh inventing something (laughs) 20 years or not 20, like 10, like a decade. Yeah, yeah, like a decade before it actually happens. Genius. And in this scene, we also get our first look at the backyard. Uh, and I think it only shows up one other time in the show, which is the uh, Alien episode. But, Dylan, I gotta say, this set looks, like, very cheap. Like, I'm pretty sure later on in the episode when Josh is like, oh, don't come in. You see, like, the background painting of, like, the trees. Like, it, it's like a sheet yeah. that, like, folds behind him. It looks it looks fake. Yes. Like, at least the house <laughs> looks conceivably like a house. This looks like a set from the Amanda show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I guess it's like around, uh, what would, would you say what day did this episode air again? Or, uh, this is February of t- 2004. Yeah, that's still lazy. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what year it is, still lazy. I was going to say, I was going to give it a pass if it was in like, like the 90s or the 80s. I shouldn't have even asked. <laughs> There's no excuse for that. So, Drake listens to his voicemail right before his band goes on stage. While Josh goes up to the roof to get the ball, but the ladder falls out from under him, and he's sitting there just dangling from the gutters. Uh, as he dangles, Drake shows up and tells him that his gig was canceled. And then Drake kind of figures out that Megan probably knows what happens to Max because Josh mentions that he hasn't seen Megan like since Max disappeared. So, from here, Drake confronts Megan while Josh continues to dangle, and he talks about how this was all because he didn't take care of his pet turtle Shelton in third grade, which leads to one of the funniest moments of the entire episode where Walter walks up and he's like, Josh, and Josh is like, Shelton! (laughs) (laughs) So, Mr. and Mrs. Galloway and Walter 
and Audrey, they all show up in the yard, confused to see Josh dangling. And Josh tells Walter to catch him. And he winds up just dropping onto Mr. Galloway like a sack of potatoes. Best Bro, part he, of this. He rocked him too. <laughs> yep. Like, <laughs> best part of this. He came down, just body slammed him. Like, <laughs> the, my favorite part is that it's so clearly a dummy. Because, the like, I'm pretty sure the way it falls, both of his legs look like they're just inverted and broken. <laughs> It was so funny, man. That's gotta be like that was the funniest part of the episode to me, honestly. Yeah. Just because it's like it's so unexpected. Like the impact, is just, it looks so rough. Like it doesn't. Look- it doesn't look like Josh dropped off. It looks like Josh was like running off a diving board and was falling and just launched himself down. Yeah. yeah. Wait. By the way, yes. how does he stay at the on the gutter for that long? His grip strength must be like unreal, Dylan. Oh yeah, unreal. He's worked a lot. He's worked a lot with his hands, obviously with, with, the, with the catapult. The yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's just <laughs> he's grip got strength. mega hands. Grip strength of an orangutan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they go inside to see uh, Max as Josh tries to stop them, only to find Drake and Megan singing to Max inside of a cleaned-up house. Another acoustic reprise of "I've Been Working on the Railroad." Not as good as Josh's version. Megan doesn't have any soul in it, but. Uh, the Galloways leave as Mr. Ga- I mean, the Galloways leave as Mrs. Galloway pesters Max to say mama. And this is the part in the notes where I say that it's so annoying. Um, Walter thanks the boys and Josh asks Drake where he found the baby. And Drake tells him that's the same place they found the stink bombs, the itching powder, and the multitude of other prank stuff. And Josh lets out a Megan. And that's the frame that the popular, like, Megan meme of Josh, like, kind of shrugged, like, with his mouth open in the red shirt. That's, this is the episode that it's from. Again, Drake yeah, and Josh yeah. Sampler. Um, here's the whole thing, though, Dylan. Objectively, that means Max would have had to have been hidden in Audrey and Walter's room. Because Baby couldn't have been hidden in Megan's room. Because later on, when, I think it's when they kill Hervé or the Peruvian Puff Pepper episode, is the first time they go into Megan's room, and they, Drake talks about how last time he was in there, he was like eight, and Megan pushed him out the window. Yeah. So, that's where, that's where, that's where Max would have had to be, which is, the, I think even funnier that they're like, where's the baby? And he's literally just sitting there on Walter and Audrey's bed, just like chilling out, doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, God. Um, Josh uh, basically tells Drake, he's like, I know the gig didn't get canceled. Like, I appreciate you coming home and helping me out with this. They share a tender moment before Audrey comes into the room and asks why the curtains smell like pee as the episode ends. Classic Audrey ruining all their schemes, Mm. their fun times, you know. Fucking Audrey, man. (laughs) Uh, Every time. (laughs) So, we talked about it. This episode's over, except for the deleted scene that they played during the credits. And this deleted scene is... Right after they're, it's in the middle of them smelling the diaper. And Drake is basically like, hey, Rena, you're a girl. Change the diaper because you're a girl. And she's like, yeah, about that. And she just walks out and leaves. Sexist. Yeah. Sexist pig. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So this scene was probably even a little bit longer because the other band members, like, also would have had to leave for the cut I was talking about to make sense where, like, all their instruments are down and no one else is in the room. But yeah. yeah, the scene was probably a little longer and they just cut it for time. But I think that um that it's interesting. It was unnecessary, but it was interesting to see. 
Do you think, Dylan, that it should have been included in the episode if we had the option? I think they probably could have included it. I think it. I I don't know if it adds a ton to it, but it makes more it makes more sense to add it in because if they reference it later in the episode, you're like, yeah, okay. Like obviously, you don't really care when you're watching it. Like it's not something you think about. You're like, wait, we didn't see them leave. Yeah, but I think if you're gonna reference it, you might as well add it in. And it's it's a pretty short clip. Yeah, you know, like it's not like they're you know like cramming for time. They're like, oh, we we gotta cut this so. I mean, you agree? I mean, yeah, I agree. I do agree. The whole thing is that, like, as we've been watching it, I've noticed it, and which makes sense now saying it out loud, that all the episodes are exactly, it's like, I think, 22 minutes, 24 seconds, because, like, that was the exact amount of time that every episode had to be. So, I mean, right. like, there's not a scene I would cut in place of that deleted scene, but if it, with all other things being equal, if this was just, like, a Paramount Plus exclusive and they weren't bound by that, yeah, sure, add it in. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, Dylan, that is two idiots and a baby. What did you think? I thought it was so good. <laughs> I really thought it was so good. I mean, we really We, we were really way too hard on, on it. Yeah. We slept on this episode because I you know what it is? It's like what we said in uh, I forget it might have been the last episode or a few episodes before. But I think it's just so easy to sleep on season 1 because you know, it's like with any other TV series. As the show progresses, they just don't air as many of the old yep. episodes. Yep. Because I guess they kind of realize too that it's a li- like a little bit of lesser quality. Yeah. But at the same time, it's still good. So I I just don't think I saw this episode as much like growing up. Like obviously I'd seen it, but you know I haven't watched it enough to remember like to have it ingrained in my memory and be like this is like one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. So overall, I thought it was really, really good. I thought that quite literally the only episode we watched so far that even comes close to this, that it's even in the same conversation, is Dune Buggy. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, so and far, I, I still like better. I still like Dune Buggy better, but I think this is probably a close second. Yeah, I mean, I legitimately can't believe how much we slept on this, because like, Like you said, I think my distaste for it came from not seeing the episode, like, ever. Like, this is probably also one of my most, I mean, least watched episodes. They never put it on Nick, so I think that's where it comes from. Overall, I think it was just really, really strong. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. So, Delandro, what do you think is the moment of the episode? (laughs) Can't can't you guess what I'm going to say? I think we might have the same one. Dino, won't you blow? Dino, won't you blow? Dino, won't you blow your heart? My parents can be like, shut the fuck up. You can't sing. <laughs> Look, I hope there's someone who's just listening to this, like, at the gym or something. They're, like, throwing up yeah. heavy weight. And they're like, ah, I kind of fuck with this song. <laughs> they put their AirPods like, ah. They drop the weight on their chest. Ah, they, no. they, they hit their best personal. They hit a personal record. They're like, man, I never could have lifted like this without the singing of Dylan. One of two things is going to happen. They're either going to hit their personal record because they're like, oh, man, like, I love this scene. Or it's just going to be insanely terrible. <laughs> And they're just going to get really badly hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. 
Mm. The whole thing is they're listening to this episode in sequence. They drop it on their chest and they're like, man, they're making fun of me for getting hurt now, too. Yeah, they're yeah like exactly. Suffering. They're like, somebody help me. And we're like, oh, look at this idiot. <laughs> what a moron. <laughs> nah, we love you. Like we said the other week, you're yeah. a genius for listening to this show. Mm-hmm. Yep. 500 IQ. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, what about you? What's what's your moment? I mean, it. You agree? Th- yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, the only thing to. that comes close is the entirety of Josh hanging from the gutters, like that entire <laughs> yeah. sequence. But yeah, Dino Bl- blow your horn is like, it's so perfect. For, yeah, <laughs> it's the perfect it really microcosm is. of Drake and Josh need to solve a problem. Yeah, I would have to say the close second, I, I agree with you, is probably the sequence of him hanging on the gutter, especially when he falls. Because yes. when he falls, like, that that was just really, really funny. Yeah. So, who do you think is the episode MVP, Dylan? You know, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this, but I'm, I'm going to have to go with uh, Drake. Okay. Because, and I, because I feel like, have we chosen Drake for... I don't think so. I, think, I don't think I've chosen Drake yeah. yet for any episodes, I don't think but I, I think I think he's a good pick for this one because, you know, like we said, Josh is kind of he pulls like the dick move where he, he drags Drake along and, you know, he's kind of makes him and like, look, Josh always tries to do the right thing. Yeah. But Drake has had like plans yeah. to play his show. And, you know, he still kind of helped Josh. He did his best along the yeah. way. He left, but then he still came back. Yeah. He came back and helped him. So I'm like, all right. And, you know, like he saves the day. Yeah. You know He's, what I mean? He also plays the most beautiful music ever put to uh, any television episode ever. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's kind of – it's interesting. It's kind of a rare case of Drake being like the responsible one in yeah. the end at least, you know. Like the opening story says, Drake needs to be more responsible. I don't get how Josh becomes more fun from this. Josh just kind of has a mental breakdown yeah. during the episode, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What about you? Do you agree with that or do you have a. See, I didn't think of it that take. way. I didn't think of it that way. I like listening to your reasoning now. I'd probably pick Drake if I had to go back. My honorable mention was Josh. Not because obviously he dragged Drake into it. So like that gets points off. But like all the comedy from this episode is Josh. Yeah, that's that's what I I was going to say that because I was thinking about my answer like as the episode went on uh-huh. and I was like, OK, if I'm going just purely based on like an entertainment standpoint, I would go with Josh. But I feel like I want to be more um, kind of like not objective with it. Yeah. Just think of it in a different from a different standpoint. Yeah. I mean, you know, because my actual answer is actually kind of ties in with your Drake answer because. Mine was Rena, because, like, her part is, like, so small but important, because, like, that's the first little seed of, like, maybe you should go and help Josh. Even though I said before, even though I said before that, like, Drake is in the right, I mean, Rena might be the most critical character in the episode. Rob, you may be blinded by your past love for (laughs) Rena. Look, Childhood I just... crushes can pull the wool over your eye. <laughs> Look, I like that entire <laughs> cast for the band. I really do. I wish they showed up in more episodes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because they're only and in the season band... one, right? Yeah, and yeah. then the band just, like, changes. Yeah. Uh, it, the band changes a lot, actually. Yes. Because I think most of them are just considered, like, extras, except, yeah. I guess, 
Scotty might be well. No, you never see Scotty uh, pass. Yeah. You never see any of them pass, pass season one. Yeah, I think Grant. Yeah, Grammy's the last time you see him when they try and sneak into the concert. Oh yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, look. Like I said, she has a small but important role for screen time to importance ratio. Rena takes it, but Drake is, I think, mm-hmm. the objective answer. Yeah. 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 So, other than that, Dylan, I think. That's the show. If you're mm. watching along with us, next week's episode, uh, next week's episode is first crush. Let's go. You're gonna hear a lot of jokes that's about a, spoons. That's a heater. I have. That's another episode I haven't seen in a fortnight. I, from what I remember from that episode, I think I think it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, so do I. I'm anticipating, but I don't want to get my expectation. See, we what I need with- to learn. <laughs> expectations down we were surprised by this we go exactly. with expectations too high well you know i feel like i have to just be critical like going to every episode being like as critical as possible yeah so when i watched i'm just like it's just so we get the same blow me away every yeah. time yeah i mean yeah. the show's so good that literally every second of it is a legitimate masterpiece even though we spent the last not this episode the episode before this is the entire 40 minutes talking about how how bad um uh uh what's it called uh believe me brother was yeah i mean still a masterpiece we're grading on a curve here when you're starting yeah. at a 9.5 for every episode i mean it's so hard to exactly to it's like when you make it's like when you make tier lists and like you can't you can't even have an f category yeah because like if i put something in an f, like you know it's relative but yeah. you're still like i don't want to throw it in the f because it's not an f <laughs> you have to like change the categories yeah you're like you're like god tier amazing yeah. good so we don't hurt so we don't hurt the idea's feelings yeah exactly yeah. We, we also gotta have a nice normal distribution on our tier lists if mm-hmm. me and dylan for some reason ever make a tier list that you guys get to see you, me and him are very analytical minded you'll see it'll have almost perfect normal distribution every time yep we will make sure of it <laughs> it's gonna happen <laughs> And it's not something we like force either necessarily. Like yeah. we kind of just go along with it. And we're like, all right, well, you know, that that makes sense, okay. And then it just happens. And then at the end, as <laughs> it's if like it's, it's the first time, thing. yeah, as if it's the first time. Every time I'll be like, Yo, Dylan, this is like a perfect distribution right yeah. now. Yeah. And it'll be like, Oh my god, <laughs> we've done it again. <laughs> so, Hug Me Brother is the weekly show where we take a deep dive into the world of Teen Nick, show by show, one episode at a time. The show is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us nice reviews and comments. It'll help us get the show into more eyes and ears, which in turn will help us make more episodes. If you want to follow us, we're on Twitter and Instagram at HugMeBrotherPod. If you want to follow us or ask questions, that's your best bet at getting us. Dylan, do you have any closing comments? Dino, won't you blow? Dino, won't you blow? I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do it again. I don't want people to hurt themselves. Dropping another weight on his chest. Yeah. We just broke some dude's foot on the squat rack. Oh, man. And it looks like a potato, and then his stepbrother's going to pretend to be a doctor. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> for another episode. Discussion for another. We'll, we'll circle back to it, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. But other than that, take care, guys. See ya.